Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Mitch. And on today's episode, we bomb across to the other East Coast. Not from this East Coast, because there's two East Coasts here. And we speak to Jay from Jay Surfboards, who you may have heard of. Uh, last year had a horrendously unfortunate experience. And uh, let's get into that. Yeah, here, here we, we go. go. Cool. Well, my name's Jason Barnett, and uh, this is you know my business called J Surfboards. Um, it's been running. I've been running J Surfboards for nearly twenty years. Um, from a, in the back garden in a shaping shed, and then to the proper workshop in the last nine years. I think everyone in the whole of the UK surfing community knows about Jay Surfboard. Well, yeah. I, I would argue it's probably bigger than the UK. Well, yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah, not everybody though. Still, <laughs> still, still, still people don't know me. So, I mean, I wasn't expecting to jump straight off onto that, yeah. but, you know, Pete's just Pete's where it went. straight just in, there, straight so in there. I guess for anyone that isn't aware of Jay Surfboards for the, the, you know, the worst reason that a lot of people will be, what happened? For the worst reason. For the worst reason. <laughs> Well, for the place burning down. <coughs> um, yeah, I had a fire in um, March this last year. Okay. Still, still doesn't feel that long. Was it that long ago? It's only March. It doesn't yeah. feel like it was that long. <coughs> Bloody hell. So, yeah, it's not that long ago. Um, and lost the entire, entire contents of the, the workshop and everything that was in it. Was it packed out at the time as well? Yeah. Yeah. Repairs, <laughs> boards getting made. My all my boards, ev- everything that I wanted to do with surfing, it yeah. was in here. Your whole collection <coughs> of so just just yeah, just tools, the whole lot. Everything, just, yeah. Um, boards that I've collected over years, surfing memorabilia. Oh um, man, and yeah, yeah, a lot. A uh, lot you a had lot some stuff. serious. I mean, you know, we'll come on to you know, I guess the business aspect of it shortly, but just your memorabilia alone. You know, from experience, I've come down here, you've made me an insane board, which I'm sure most of our listeners have, have seen because I'm banging on about it a lot. I still think it's the best looking board on earth. Hence picture, just here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, every time I come in here, you'd show me some other boards from, like, you've got from professional, big, famous name surfers over the years and signed boards from these people. And, you know, talk, talk about some of them mem- memorabilia boards you have. Had. Had. Had, yeah. Oh, there was a lot. Um, how did I even start on that? Um, I got an old town and country. The first one I got was an old town and country board I'd seen for sale, and I was like, I'm going to fix it up. Yeah. So that's my background, doing repairs. I started mm. doing repairs first and then making boards. Um, and then, so I'd, I got this board shipped up. It was about 150 quid. No one was, well, no one was buying it because it was pretty beaten up. And I took a couple of months and just went through and cleaned it up, took the fins off, replaced the fins and stuff and refurbished the whole thing. Yeah. And then once it was done, I just kind of posted some pictures up on vintage um, collectors, pages and groups and stuff on Facebook and, fi- and things and stuff like that. So, um, and people were like, well, what a, an awesome job. Um, so I kind of just got a kind of taste for like getting old vintage boards that could be fixed up and kind of restored mm-hmm. um, and then that kind of just got the buzz 
for right. restore like preservation yeah. of old vintage boards. Not necessarily UK stuff, but it's anything that's that's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> that you didn't need to, that, that is in the UK. Yeah. yeah. They're hard to come by. Yeah. <clears throat> but they kinda need fixed up. Something that comes and with a real story. Yeah. Ones that have got stories are the ones that are that are more sought after and stuff, you know, people would want to collect those and if they're kinda done up a bit as well. Yeah. Like better, so but yeah, I had um Mark Liddell. Right. I don't know if you heard of Mark Liddell. So he's for the seven he's for like sixties, seventies Hawaiian right. buttons. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that rings a bell, yeah. So he's uh, one of his best friends. Yeah. Mark Liddell. He's in like loads of old school films and stuff, mm-hmm. stuff and yeah. when they were doing all their hot dog and on single single things and yeah. stuff like that. I managed to get one of his boards. It was in the UK. So it was just like this whole story, this um the guy that opened the first surf shop in the UK. God, it's, um, I can't remember his name. Keith, is it Keith Sukum? Sukum or something like that? No idea. <coughs> so it's one of the first guy opened a surf shop in the UK. His mate was in Hawaii, brought this board back and gave it to this guy. I'm sure it's Keith. Um, and brought his board back and gave it to him. And he stuck it up in the rafters for about 40 years. <laughs> so he sat there. Um, and that, and co- with the pictures, you could see the actual... Um, lines for it was sitting on the rafters where the UV's kind of been hitting it. Yeah, so right. And it still had the leash. <laughs> you could still see the leash lines. Peel it off. Because it's, yeah. yeah. it's been sitting for that long doing that. Yeah. But it was in pretty bad way. Um, so I managed to fix that one up. Um, and are these boards like late night trolls on the internet trying to find stuff? Or? No, this was on eBay. Just, right. Yeah. Just casually. <laughs> Not like one I of my mates some, who yeah. just gets pissed up and is like, oh, yeah. I'll buy that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's always amazing. People might have stuff, they just think, just another board line up there or whatever it might be in their industry or their chosen thing and hobby, you know, and realize that was actually worth quite a bit or it had an amazing story to go with. Well, I did pay, I paid quite a bit for that one. Right. Because I knew, I knew the name. Yeah, right? okay. And then the story behind it, I was like, oh, okay, this is like... This is one in a million, this board. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And it's a sponsored team board as well. And it's yeah. Hawaiian, so it's actually worth more than what I paid for it once it was all fixed up yeah, as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But it was, that wasn't the point. It was just going to just preserve. and Definitely. It's kind of like an artifact, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, how did it end up here and the whole mm. story behind it? But but um, there was a lot of other stuff. Did like you have a, if I remember right, did you have a Kelly board that he like, won his first title on or something like that? That's the only board that wasn't in here. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. What was the story of that board? The Kelly board? Yeah. The Kelly board was, um, that was a raffle prize for stuff is against Surge in 2013. Right. So it's got Kelly Slater 2012 signed on it. Yeah. By him. Um, but yeah. Somebody won it and <coughs> I presume you didn't win it. No, no, I didn't win it. Just somebody got won it and sold it. The guy, away. the guy, yeah, the guy who, the guy who won it, kept had it for about whatever six years or so, right? And then decided to sell it. And I think that you spoke to Kelly about that board, didn't you? you? Said, did you not send him a picture of the board? No, I took the board up to St Andrews when he was in the golf in so. October. Yeah, it was October. Yeah, October. Yeah, in October. So me and my mate went up with the board, mm. just walked around. 
and yeah, and just had a chat with him about the. Just walking just around a, a golf yeah. course for a, a, you know, massive golf game with a board. Like, this guy? Did you get <laughs> to uh, re-sign it again? As no, well? no, no, no. Did it's he see it? It's already been signed, so I don't have to yeah, sign fair it enough, again. Yeah. But yeah. it was just to get him to hold it, get him a photo, get yeah. a photo of him holding it. And you were doing him a favor, really. Yeah. So and now it's worth even history. more. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got the photo to prove it. <laughs> well, just to see if he actually remembered it, but he's, he's had that many boards. Yeah, true. You get massive quivers, and that's a. Yeah. So it was a one he had when he was in f- doing the, f- the European League, mm. yeah. European side of the tour. So, um, you know, he, s- he didn't. He, s- he said it doesn't like it's been soft much. So so it's not been soft so once. So it's not been soft <laughs> once with that signature <laughs> on it, mate. It's not going to either. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, just maybe one he did in the jail way. Yeah, you know that's all. As he gets that many, and just yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. How so um, restoring really old boards, 60s, 50s, 70s sort of boards, I, I guess with completely different constructions. Somebody brings, you know, I've brought my own boards in to get repaired from you, probably if you straightforward. But if you're repairing boards that are that old with different constructions, is it quite a difficult thing to put together? Is there more to it? It, yeah. Well, it depends how far you want to go with them. That's the only thing. Yeah. It depends on the customer. Yeah. What they want to do is yeah the actual obviously what it's made of changes constructions yeah and resins and <laughs> if you're if you're trying to match a sixties board if a full restore are you using modern resins and yeah it's fibers? Just the same stuff yeah. oh is it yeah, yeah okay so that's not changed much at all no it's not changed at all oh is it not no oh, I'm surprised it's just <laughs> just yeah. you, just these ones that have changed firewire. <coughs> Just epoxy. All right, all right, okay. Just epoxy construction okay. boards. EPS. I, right. know, I was always under the uh, so. impression that older, like six, 50s, 60s boards were made different inside than what the newer boards are made, weren't they? Nah. No. Same foam, PU foam. All right. PU foam, same fiberglass. Learn something new every that's day. Right. That's, that's why we're on a surf show. <laughs> yeah. 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 Re- resin's slightly different. Okay. But... Um, but nah, basically, exactly the same. And how, if it's pretty much exactly the same, how is it so different then from the weight of, you pick up a board from, that's like from the 60s, 70s, and you pick up a modern board, the weight's massively different. No, necessarily, it depends on what the board does. Yeah. It depends I, on the board. Yeah, I, I just like... I've had, I've got, there's quite a lot of the older boards are actually quite light. Yeah? Yeah. Like yeah, see a couple of town and countries in here and there actually. I'll have to like yeah, I'll have to see because like some of grovel, the grovel grovel kind size. Yeah. And mm. they're obviously they're different to that. It's yeah. part of CPS and stuff, it's just it's lighter. Yeah. Um but if it's a PU it would it's, it's basically the same. Yeah, because I've always found like when I've picked up an older board, like yeah. from that sort of age, it's I've always found it to be like you pick it up and you're like, oh, this is quite heavy. Depends if well, it's generally been restored fat, though, though. If it's maybe been restored through its time or something, or it's maybe yeah. been more resin being applied to it and like a gloss Kay. resin or something. Yeah. And somebody's no sanded off the the stuff before they put a new layer on. And yeah. Yeah, you can add more weight if you're doing stuff like that. But okay. Yeah. So when did like when did it become from you, you know, fixing a few boards in your shed, as you said, to actually I can make a go of this and start making a business out of it or is it just naturally happen? It was just a natural progression, yeah. 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 It was it wasn't I wasn't thinking about doing a business. That was the last thing I was thinking yeah. about doing. I was working anyway, so Yeah. Um nah, just doing repairs and then started getting curious about making softboards and then made a couple more, soft them. I'm like, yeah. They go. Yeah. They're not they're not amazing yeah. but they go. 
like you can make a surfboard it'll go yeah <laughs> <laughs> it might look really ugly but it'll still surf yeah but now it just escalated into getting busier and busier through yeah. repairs and then getting busier doing some uh, board orders as well you know, I, I didn't surf then, you know, I, I'm wondering when you kind of started out, the surf scene culture in Scotland, certainly around where we are now, was there other places making boards or was there other shops and, you know, was there shapers around here you could go to? In the early, kind of early days, like before I even started doing repairs and stuff like that, there was Momentum Surf Shop. Okay. In town, yeah, in Edinburgh. Yeah, Martin. And then you had Boardwise as well. Right, Okay. Before the internet, and mm. then it obviously killed everything. Yeah. Um, but that's when you could go to a surf shop and look at surfboards and chat and look at s- watch videos and. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean, actually VHS. <laughs> yeah. Same <laughs> as the old skate shops, tapes. skate shops and surf <coughs> shops. It was just yeah. Go in, hang that's out, sit down, yeah. watch a video all day. Yeah. I've wasted six hours. See you later. <laughs> well, going that's, home. That's what TikTok's for now. So before before I even thought, I thought about making boards or doing repairs, I worked in Momentum Surf Shop for about four, oh, four right, years. Okay, yeah. Doing that. Um, and then I got a job for Rip Curl, doing a Nuki. Mm-hmm. Just doing um, repping through Scotland and Northern England. Yeah. Um, I was a bodyboarder when I started right. for them. But then the requirement was you can't be a bodyboarder and work for a rip curl. Yeah. So that's when I started that's surfing. Fair. So, so I started stand up <laughs> surfing then. <laughs> um, I never looked back. So had you never stand up surf before that then? No. No. How did you find that transition? It's quite quick. Quite quick, yeah. yeah. So why didn't you like yourself very much before you uh, started proper surfing? <laughs> 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 No, so like the so the progression that seems quite naturally, and then to what you've what like the boards I've seen that you've made and pictures I've seen you made, you must be getting some uh, fantastic returning customers. And uh, well, I know you got one happy guy next to you. Who's uh, so I think I don't think there's a person on Instagram that hasn't seen that board yet. Well, the only person <laughs> that hasn't seen that board on Instagram is fucking board pond. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure he posted that. No, he didn't. Did he not? No. Like he's got that many. Yeah, but that, I mean, to be, you know, I, I might be biased because it's tartan and whatever and, you know, Scottish, blah, blah, blah. But that board is fucking spectacular. Yeah, like, honestly. Nice. It took it, us long it, enough to get the graphics. Oh, you know big what? time. Yeah. So like, just being at the wave with him and the amount of people going, oh, is that the board? Can I have a look at the board? Like, you do. Yeah. Even, like, you know, when I'm surfing Saltburn, <coughs> I'll put the board on the bag because it doesn't go into concrete, obviously. It's way yeah. too pristine for that. And people would come over and just be like, what is that? That is stunning. Yeah. And it is special. Like, it is a special board. Like, well, we can do it on every board. <laughs> Not on that tartan, you can't. <laughs> That's a one off. <laughs> That's a one off Mitchell tartan, is it? You're the only one. I love that board. And actually, the thing is with that board as well, it wasn't just about the Mitchell tartan and, and the, the artwork. It was about, at the time, I was, I was kind of curious and I've always been curious about. This, especially in the UK, I feel like it's a peer pressure thing about people are almost forced to think they have to have the shortest equipment possible. We don't live in Hosegor. Yeah. Mostly, we have weak, sloppy, choppy waves, and they don't necessarily match, you know, a really short board with no volume. And, and I didn't get it. And then I used 
a 5-7. In fact, the board that that's a replica of, a Machado Creeper, I think it was, and it was a 5-7. And yeah, I learned quite quick. You just take off a little bit later, but once you're on a wave, it's effortless to surf the board. And that was kind of where... I was curious, and that's what that board was for, and it, it does that. It does exactly that, actually. But the thing is, where you've packed the volume into that board, it's you couldn't have put it more perfect because I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to surf this when I picked it up. And actually, it goes better than the, most of the boards I've got. Yeah. Like, it is perfect for most days, and I'm surprised at some of the conditions I'm able to take it out on. Like some of the smaller days and choppier days, when it's obviously mega choppy, a board that short, there's not enough rail engaging in the water. Doesn't matter it what you've got out, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it, I got it, and yeah. that board is, yeah, I can't get enough of it. I love it. Mr. Ben Gravy liked it as well, Mr. didn't he? Mr. Ben Gravy liked it. Yeah, yeah. He, cool, he it? loved it, actually. He yeah. really got on with it. I was, I'm so chuffed he didn't snap it clean in two when he was doing ears off it. I'm so, you know. St- struggling to snap that thing. He was... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but he might have landed on the wall. <laughs> he got yeah, some pop in his heels. What was he on Xbox barrels doing like reverse takeoffs? Well, no, but it wasn't like so much that. It, it, was the, it was the fact that he'd been surfing an eight foot foamy the whole time. So, you know, ah, the yeah. power he's putting through it to do fucking nails on a foamy and yeah. then jumping on a 5.7. Like freedom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, jumping out the pool on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he liked it as well. And, uh, you know, it was nice to see it surfed out. It was supposed to be surfed as well. It yeah. was really, yeah. Put the board to its test. Yeah. yeah. It's the only other person that surfed that board. No one gets a shot on it. And that's it? how it's going to stay. I always, when you're asleep, <laughs> you see, you I stand see, on it. He said it was a wee bit too small for him, but he still, it's, it still made it go. It's quite a big lad, yeah. like, yeah, he's, in fairness. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. That's, that's what my, always my problem. Every time I've tried a short board, I sit on it and I'm like sat on the ocean floor basically and yeah. just sink the <laughs> things. Sinking them. Stop yeah. eating Scottish pies, Pete. They're nice Spoke though. about this. He just had his first Scottish pie on the <laughs> way here. It's all right. It's a good one. It wasn't the best <laughs> one. No, it's I not don't a ton now. No. no, it was a cool oh, one. I'm all about the Scottish food this week, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously, you know, it, then this happened, sadly. What, kind of <laughs> how, how did you find out and what actually happened? Do you know? So there was, um, I had a friend in here doing he was doing a, like a repair in the morning on the Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I gave him the keys on the Friday night, and he um, was doing some work here that mo- that morning, that kind of mm-hmm. afternoon. And I teach um, swimming as well at the weekends. So I was um, finished doing that at one o'clock, and then I went into town to pick a board up on the way back, and then just when I was driving in through the the gates there, has just like seen this smoke. It's like, hmm, this what, what the hell's going on in here? <coughs> and then just get closer and closer and closer, and you're like, you realise it's actually, it is coming for the fucking workshop. Um, and I got to the end of the road there, and I couldn't drive any further, so I had to just reverse round, drive round on the grass area, come round. Um, so hopefully and see that he's actually out the building mm-hmm. <coughs> um, and then phone the first thing I've done is just go out and phone the fire brigade oh, so were you pretty much first on scene as well to it there was there no one about no he was here and there was another guy another guy in one of the workshops was here um, and that was it that was the only people that were right. nearby really Saturdays it's not that busy okay um, so I turned up and then just phoned the fire brigade um, and there was nothing, nothing could do because it was fully established then. 
because the the roof was popping. Yeah, okay. It was like the flames were coming through the roof and the black smoke coming through and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, there was not even a chance to run in and try and salvage, take anything out. Yeah. Right. Okay. <coughs> so, um, but yeah, it was only ten minutes when I arrived. Right. But it's a fully established fire. Yeah. So. So no time to do anything, is there? <coughs> something like that? No, no. So he was trying to get a hose connected. He couldn't find it. He was just running a bit crazy. Yeah, I bet, yeah. I mean, what do you do? Yeah. So. I mean, I, guess, I presume when the resins go, that's <coughs> it. It was nothing to do with the resin at all. Um, so supposedly there was a the Hoover extraction kind of system was left on left on for over an hour or something. So either the, the motor's overheated or mm-hmm. he's hoovered something up because he was doing some uh, routing work. Um, so it's either that or that. We can't pinpoint which, which it was. Right. Yeah. The fire investigation team couldn't even pinpoint where the fire even started. Yeah. Because the amount of mess there was. Um, but the... The main, the main thing it was like the roof went up, yeah, basically because it's like old kind of insulation panels on these roofs. Right, yeah. like the buildings are nineteen made in nineteen forty, yeah, and there's no health and safety f- like thought process behind building building Materials regulations that, yeah. back in yeah. the days. So it didn't take long for the fire to travel through the roof because um, there's brick walls between each kind of building here as well. Yeah, so it travelled through into the classrooms next door so thankfully it was on a Saturday uh, yeah. there was nobody here but um, so yeah the fire just kept travelling through the roof everything just falling down and setting things alight from, from like so stuff was it from above coming whole, down and the whole block went did it? just about yeah the fire brigade managed to stop it travelling any further so but they basically just let it burn and how yeah. how do you what what do you do? What how do you like think? Do you think in that moment do you think well that's it that's everything fucked or do you think how how do I rebuild this? What do I do? Oh, you don't think anything. You just like it's gone. <coughs> yeah. Well, mate, it was like there'll be stuff. There'll be stuff left. There'll be stuff left. It was just like there's be fuck all left. There's nothing left in there. Mm-hmm. Once this fire's finished, there's nothing. So. So um, like and after after that. After that initial shock of obviously everything's gone, how long then do you think? Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to re- I'm gonna have to start again, carry on, and what you know, what the thought process is there? How did you want go? to start again? I think it was just, just in my head straight away. I was just like, what the hell? It's like, no, it's not even no straight away. But once you kind of get past the all the emotions and stuff, yeah, and you you start thinking a bit clearer, yeah. You know, so accepting the reality. Just yeah, just yeah, just accepting it all. Yeah. Um. You like. What else am I going to do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like this is this is what this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. This is where I've become. You know, this is the the path that I've travelled along. So there's no point in giving up. Yeah, I suppose at the the other side of that, you actually got to witness the 
best side of social media that is out there that can possibly the be community, out there. Yeah. you know, yeah. can come together in a way that you know, all the negative press social media has actually in an impressive way. I was wondering what your experience of that was. Oh, it blew, blew me away. Because <coughs> yeah. it was like, the, that was on the Sunday. Straight away, there was like GoFundMe pages getting set up and I was just like, my partner was just like, tell me what was happening. And I'm just like, I, I'm not even looking. Yeah. <coughs> and just like, it's like, why are they doing that? You know what I mean? It's just like, just didn't think about these things at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still gets me. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of people <coughs> sending lots of like nice messages and support and things like that. Um, and then obviously all the the help, like fund help, um, and people offering to send tools and mm-hmm. yeah. just help any way they can, you know. Yeah. And people obviously offering themselves to help rebuild yeah. stuff when it gets going and things like that. But um, just people being nice, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just offering, offering help any way they can. Yeah. Even if it doesn't come anything, it doesn't No, matter. no, definitely, yeah. It's just, just the offering that's it's nice just to... Nice to see that people actually nice care as well, yeah. right? Yeah. So... I think that's nice. I think... I know, like, sometimes surf community gets, like, a bad press of, like... You know, it could be agro, localism, mm. everything. But I think when something happens, you see yeah. how much of it, none of that sort of matters. It's all one big community. Yeah. <coughs> I think that's something that's really nice to see. Yeah, it just, wasn't it just the UK? Yeah. It was mental what was happening. It was, it's all over the planet. Yeah. So it's like, it's quite a lot of um, guys in California as well, like big big names. Yeah. Like getting in touch. Just saying you know just sort of hear what happened and things like that it's just like really yeah <laughs> yeah totally yeah, that's I've seen I mean, some like you know there's De- a community De- yeah exactly Devin Howard yeah he got in touch um it's just some other cool cool guys uh, I met a, there was a guy came in here <coughs> in 2019 called Jim Phillips yeah you heard of him he's a longboard longboard shaper yeah brings California out, yeah. guy yeah <coughs> he um, he came in here for about an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. And um, yeah, he just what he was passing by. He was in Europe doing some uh, shaping. Um, was he with? Is that one of the ones that was with Brad? R- Ro- Brad, Brad Rochford. R- Brad Rochford. They were doing a shaping thing, I think. No. Is that not, no? No, I'm getting I'm mixed up. No, nah, you're just I'm mixing. <laughs> you're just throwing out ideas, Pete. <laughs> just, yeah, just spitballing, you know. But I saw even not not just the individual names, but I've seen some of the the but, globe's um, biggest surf brands and publications in Ayrshire, Stab, for example, <laughs> sharing the story. Yeah, that was that was through friends getting in touch with them and just mm. sending them links, and then they'd done a kind of story piece and their own thing and stuff like that. Um, but going back to this guy Jim Phillips, he um, he obviously heard about what happened, and he got in touch just saying, "What do you need?" He's just like, "What?" He's like, "Nothing." They're just like, or just any little tools or anything like that." You know, it's just yeah. like you don't want to ask for stuff when yeah. somebody says yeah, that. Yeah. You're like, I, d- I don't even know. Yeah. I'm not even back in the place. You mm. know what I mean? This is like I don't even know. So he's like, "I'm going to put a put a little package together for you." It's like it's a little package, and I'm just like, okay. Um, and then this box arrives a couple of months later on, and it's got like a an old um, skill 
playing on it. Yeah. Okay. Like a proper like old so school. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. through there. Silver one. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. It weighs a ton. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so he, so he works well like the cool old the old guys at um, Savage Surfboards. You heard of them? So Savage. Savage Surfboards. No, you know heard of them? No. Um, so there's a whole like group of these old boys. Right. Um, they're really good shapers. They've been gone for like since the sixties. Mm-hmm. Is, is this in US? <laughs> this is California. California. San, yeah. This is San Diego. Yeah. Um, so they put together some tools and stuff and put in a box and then yeah. Jim got the, the planer and things like that and that turned up at the door. Um, so is this before you're even open in here? Yeah, is yeah, this, yeah, yeah. you just yeah. got all this, this stuff at your house. just arrives and it's like, <laughs> how one cool of, is that? One it's of the most sought after planers, isn't it? Like yeah. these old uh, <coughs> skill ones. And it's used by like um, this a guy um, who's the head shaper at Savage as well. I can't mind his name. Um so it was that's quite cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, but but it's been hard just to think about what I had to actually even get. Like start it's like starting again. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So, so I guess so at the point you you you've got you've got the stuff turning up. I presume you've you've decided by this point you're you're building again, you're starting again, or are you are you still not quite set that you're gonna be where we are now? Was it just still an idea to get it back up and running, or were you already in the, in the process of starting to rebuild? <coughs> um, once I could draw plans out and stuff, where things were going, mm-hmm. um, like walls, sockets, lights, yeah, yeah, things like that, and just put all that together, um, that was kind of like, okay, it's it's actually happening. Yeah. Until I started seeing stuff getting put in like you know the yeah. walls and getting play it put in and stuff so mm-hmm. so i came down most of the time just to get photos yeah just to document that um because that's quite a big thing anyway as well yeah so when what, like on switching it around a bit when so you said you were working for rip curl they said you had to start proper surfing when was that <laughs> so when did you start proper surfing as we now now refer to it <laughs> Um, when did that start and what did your how did your journey go from then from your surfing side? I should have wrote this down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When did you work for a rip curl? <laughs> I think that was like mid nineties. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. And did you stay down in UK for quite a bit once you started or once no, you started stand up? Just in there for a couple of weeks. Alright, okay. Picking up your samples. Oh, right, okay. So when um, did you, where's the, like the bodyboarding side of it then? If you started bodyboarding, were you bodyboarding around this area yeah, yeah. or yeah? yeah, yeah. Ah, nice. So yeah, and then just brought that back up. You've got to start surfing, surfing around here. Yeah. So what was the first board then? If you did you buy or did you build for your first stand-up shortboard? No, no, no. I've got a Nigel Simmons rip curl um, semi gun thing. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that was the first. First board, I think uh, I got. How was that? <coughs> it was the. Wasn't it big enough? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all made that mistake. Eh? <laughs> I think it was start. a six. I think it was a six six or something. Uh, but um, mid length, Pete. Yeah, it's but not, yeah. six six is not mid length. Uh, it's not to do with the size; it's the shape. No, I disagree completely. <laughs> but nah, this is coming for like a time. The time when that's that's what you bought. You know, it's yeah. you bought yeah. a shortboard. Yeah, it's a shortboard or a longboard. There was yeah. nothing yeah. else. And shortboarding was predominantly, was that your go-to? Yeah. 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 Still just, the same now? I just shortboarded for years. Yeah. 
Um, short boarded, short boarded the, the wrong boards, some <laughs> boards, yeah. Yeah. So what's Just, your yeah. what's your now go to board then? Oh. See, Mid- this is Midlands. Yeah, this is what I like to ask shapers because you go, "What's your go to board?" And they like, <coughs> "Well, I got fucking all of these to choose. <laughs> I could build my own." Well, yeah, I've not got that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done, Pete. Yeah, well, you will <laughs> do at some point. <laughs> yeah, I need to build them again. Um, but my this board sitting here, this is a seven four. I made uh, about three, three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, but that's the board I'd ride most of the time. Yeah. Okay. That kind of size board. And how do the uh, how do the rail like the? You explain the shape of that. Why it's sat behind you? Explain the shape and how that works and it's what it does. It's an edge board. Yeah. Have you seen one before? I've, n- I've not seen you know? that like that before. No. All right. So edge boards they're f- designed in the mid sixties by yeah. George Greeno. Right. Yeah. From so they came from knee boards. Yes. He was decided. Well, I never decided. He was going through a whole design process that from his hill hull bottom knee boards they weren't that smooth when it was a bit choppier or a bit mm-hmm. bumpy yeah um so he started putting beaded kinney rails right on the bottom of them, just getting some resin and beading it up yeah and trying to cut the the chop up a bit more yeah and then it started he started going into the edge board design from the bottom of boats ah right um it's like chine chine chi- chi- rails as well yes okay. really similar yeah but the edge is obviously releases water a lot faster off the opposite side of the board. Right. So a lot of of surfers don't think about that aspect of surfboard design. Yeah. Um, The the rail that's out the water is actually affecting how fast your board goes. Yes. Because the water traveling across, the water travels across the bottom of the board. Yeah. And if it's got something to grab as it's coming across mm. the board, then it'll grab it and slow it down. It's like your nose rider. Yeah. It'll, it'll come around that rail right. and actually hug it and go, yeah. slow down. Yeah. So I think to anyone <coughs> so listening. So anything has got like a harder edge the whole way down. Yeah. It, the water will release off that opposite side so faster. That, so that so you got less, just lets it release earlier. wetted surface area. Yeah. So for anyone listening that can't see, the way staring at this now to describe it is the bottom looks like it could be the top with the exception of the rocker. And it's got a real, it's like a cutaway rail into a deep groove. It looks like, like I just said, like a bottom of a boat. Mm. Right. <coughs> you like um, so you like to play with your shapes as well, don't you? Like a bit of an ASIM set up as well. Yeah, but everything. You've got, got to push the, des- the design. Um but yeah, yeah, that, yeah. There's, there's there's so much more in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you tell, tell us so that. Yeah, the the main char- characteristic of it is it's fast. Yeah, it's the fastest you bottom contours you can put on a surfboard. Okay, right. um, they'll, they'll go faster than any other board. Um, obviously, because the the rail is engaging, you're getting drive. Off of this part as well, yeah. like the base of your fin, right? But obviously, they've got the fin sticking up, so you've got a long base to run on as you're driving along the face. And and as soon as you go into that turn and apply the pressure, yeah, on your heels or your toes, you start to drive faster as well. Um, and obviously, the re- release off the other side, it's no capturing the board and slowing it down. Um, it makes it a lot more maneuverable. It's 
That's what I was going to say. It's is no it... less stable or anything. It's just. No, I was going to say, it's... is it twitchy at all? Or... It's not, no. Because that's a bigger one. Yeah. Once you start going smaller with that that craft, yeah. then it starts to become a little bit twitchier, but it depends on how narrow the board is ah, right, to yeah. how twitchy right. it becomes because yeah. the, the, the edges are getting closer. Mm-hmm. So, so the tipping points yeah, getting greater. So for something like that, would you initially <coughs> go wider because you know you're going to bring the you other to go better. Yeah, you just go as wide as what you'd maybe normally be yeah. on, on a mid-length or, yeah. you know, but if you went, you wouldn't put on a short board. No. It's totally pointless. Yeah. Um, you see, you see this this design in like big wave boards, big wave guns, and stuff like that as well now. Yeah. Right. There was a post up the other day. Um, Twi- Twiggy is it? Twiggy is called. I can't remember it's called. Twiggy. Twiggy. Oh, Graham um, Twiggy Baker. Is yeah, that, I think yeah. that's his name. There's yeah. a picture of him on Instagram with his Bushman quiver. Yeah. Like big wave paddling guns, mm-hmm. and it's got an edge design on it. Ah, right. Um, they're better for big days. Because oh, the right. edge is cutting through and making the board go smoother, yeah, as well. So, so, what about if you were say that's better for bigger days? Would it still react well and be fast on a smaller day? Could you yeah. put something like a flex fin in it or something like that? Would would that work? Yeah, well, with that's, that? yeah, yeah. You're not really on a small day. You're not going to f- feel the flex fin too much unless you can actually get a bit of speed going. But you know. Um, yes, yeah, so that's what I mean. Cause, so, because that's going faster on a small day, if you put the flex fin in it. It's gonna react more to that. Yeah, in theory, it should. Yeah. 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 So Compared to like a hull. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of lose a bit of speed. Yeah. Um, this is that's where the Quinny married together. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. edge board, the hull design, it's come for the same place. Um, it's 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 kind of similar design to like a. What's it called? The what do they call it? The thick, the Ryan Lovelace thick, the thick Lizzie. Have you seen one thick Lizzie? No, so it's yeah, got like no a chined, mean, yeah. chined rail on it. Yeah, but um, it's kind of similar bottom, in a way, yeah. like with a tapered, tapered edge running down into the the rail. So it tapers away on the the tail there on the rail. Um, and if you'd done that with a chined rail. It wouldn't it be wouldn't it be as fast, but it'd feel um, still quite manoeuvrable as well. So you know, going from a board like this to, from you from a shapeless perspective, somebody like me comes in, and I'm asking for you know a replica of the board that I asked you for. That's probably from your perspective pretty dull, I guess. If somebody comes in asking for something a bit off the grid or a bit different ASM like or, an ASM or something, what's yeah. the sort of thing when somebody comes in that really gets you and you're like oh this is this is a challenge or this is that I really want to do this not that I'm saying you don't not want to do the Machado <laughs> your replica but do you know what I mean it's something that's testing you or you think I, I really want to stick into this because it's something I want to get in it's very rare somebody comes in like that <laughs> <laughs> you get anything then that you've like you thought well there's it's that kind of chatting to somebody about Things like that, and then they go, oh, okay. They might go away and think about it, and then they come back and maybe mm. order something like that. You know, yeah. like it's very, very, very few people order like an edge board. Okay. Very few people order an asymmetrical board, especially so, if they've never soft one before, because they just don't understand yeah. why it works. Do you have? Um, I've spoken to shapers before, and they've said this is similar. But you have people that come to you with what they think they want. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you have to guide them to what they actually need. 
But no, no, just chatting to them about design and yeah. making them understand it a bit easier than what they've been mm. reading about. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that's, come that's the problem. You fast. can go, go away and look at the internet and just be like flooded with like so much yeah. summit garbage um, and some information that's just going to blow your head up. There's just too, it's just too much there. Yeah. And you can, they can never kind of pinpoint their style yeah. to how they should have it in a board. Do you know what I mean? Or what it should actually, how can I, how can I get this surfboard to fit me? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's where you need to get, like speak to somebody about it. Yeah, my style's old and slow. <laughs> yeah. I guess so you, you just, don't you just want a board to just yeah. be, just just be big compliment, old and compliment slow. your yeah. ride. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I guess if you've not seen that person yeah. surf either, you know, somebody can come in and they can talk the biggest surf game ever, but they might not be able to surf. They might be No, nah, but you just go be honest. Just say, just be honest. Just like, yeah. Go right, ask the right questions. You know what I mean? It's like where you're suffering, how mm. long, how long you've been suffering. Yeah, that's the big thing. It's like how long you've been suffering. Somebody says three years, just like it's not long. Yeah, you know what I mean, even five yeah. years, that's not long at all. Yeah, and I suppose so like it's you, you think you might be really good, well, but it? it's yeah. only five years. Yeah, it's water time as well. Because <coughs> yeah, three someone surfing three years that surfs once every few weeks or once a month oh or that lives like in that. Yuki yeah. surfing for three years as opposed to surfing up yeah. here and, and yeah. you know surfing for three years so yeah if you live in Yuki and you're surfing for three years you're going to be like alright you're probably at a level if you've been surfing more or yeah. less every day if you've got consistency mm. yeah then. or if you live at a wave pool if you can afford it yeah <laughs> well yeah. there'll be a lot of repairs to come out of that as well yeah <laughs> just down the road in your yeah. own surfing when you were younger did you uh, get involved in comps and stuff like that very very rarely yeah yeah was it you not some surfers just not that against and the it. kind of beginning where like just kind of getting into bodyboarding and stuff yeah um it was kind of going up to scottish and things like that just because that's what you've done yeah you know and then just kind of moved away for that and just you just do your own thing mm-hmm. yeah just go surfing absolutely so it's just the, co- the competition thing is a, it's a totally different mindset and it's totally you t- you surf differently. You're no, you're no out there, like chilled out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think so the competition mindset is not enjoyable at all. Yeah. You just, it, I think personally, I think competition takes everything out of surfing that's enjoyable about it. Mm-hmm. So in two thousand, two thousand fifteen, um, I was I went on like a surf trip to Lewis and North Coast. And at the end of that trip, the the Scottish was happening. Yeah, yeah. So I decided to enter. Yeah. Into the Open and the the Masters, 2015, and uh, managed to get to the final of the <coughs> the the open the no the open the um, Masters. Right. And it's the I was riding a board like a five three. Um, kind of like a Tomo. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know, cut, Another one cut you nose, mean, yeah. cut straight tail. front nose. Yeah. yeah, I made a couple of them and I was riding this 5 free thing. It was like super fun and stuff, but I was super fit. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> and uh, everybody else is on like normal boards. And then here's me with this crazy spaceship and uh, managed to actually win it, thankfully, to nice. somebody. Doing an interference on somebody else. Uh, wins a win. <laughs> wins a win. <laughs> wins it? a yeah. win. Doesn't matter. Right place, right time, and all that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you win, you win. But um, but that was I. 
And then, where are we at now? This is, for me, it's the first time I've seen the place since it seemingly back up and running. Where are you at now with it? Are you still setting up or...? Oh, still, still things to do. I just put the glassing rack up there the mm-hmm. other day. Yeah. So, just getting in here and then things are going to find places. You know, yeah. They'll find their places. <coughs> so, um, I've got so much traction to put in. And, and test. And that's about <laughs> it, really. But now I'm good to go. I want to build another shaping room. Okay. For uh, just in the future. Doing the line that people can use for like hire out or whatever. Right. Um, or if anybody's vi- like any other shapers are visiting or something like that. Oh right, yeah. That's in the future, cool. right? Especially with the wave guard and open yeah, up yeah, as well. Yeah. So just kind of thinking ahead. Yeah. Um, and just I've got orders, like five or six orders. Oh, come, so you're taking orders already? Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking orders now. When the process is actually ordering materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that'll be the next week or so. Get them, All right, okay. Get them, get everything moving. Oh, we look forward to seeing them um, out in the water. Yeah. So it's getting there. And then, like, questions we all often ask, like, surfers is, what's, like, best and worst wipeout, like, best wave, worst wipeout you've ever had or experienced? Can you remember? Can you remember the best wave in you've ever surf. had in the surf? Best wave? Yeah. And <coughs> best wipeout? Yeah. No, best wave and worst wipeout. Uh, the best wipeout. <laughs> yeah, you're all, all your best wipeout. wipeout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones you come back from. I think I had mine today. <laughs> <laughs> True. They always amuse you anyway afterwards, don't they? Well, that's the ones. Yeah, that's the ones you can remember, isn't it? Yeah, the best wave um, was Furzo East. Yeah, um, I think there was only me and another guy in, um, and it was about head and a half. It was quite a good size, um, and I think I decided just to try paddle a little bit further down into the where the peak was. Yeah, and just kind of just push it a bit more. And then took uh, took off, got to the bottom, and then looked up at this massive wall, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I've got one. I've got two decisions. I can either straighten out, or I can try and get under this lip, and just get uh, under this lip. So I had two two options. And so that split much time second, to, uh, yeah. so yeah. I either go straight. Or I'll put, try and tuck up and under this thing. I've gone straight. <laughs> so, <laughs> totally. So, yeah, so I managed to get tucked up under it. Yeah. And then just, I can't remember how long I was in it for. But I just remember coming off this end of this wave and just shaking after that. And I was just like, what the fuck? Was, what just happened? I saw you. Was that the first battle stop. as well? Or no, no, had you been no, in before? No, it was just... It was, was just the size. It was just such an intense <laughs> thing that yeah. happened. I was just like, what... Yeah, it was just one of the one of those split decision things, but the, the adrenaline know, was yeah. like insane. You know, if you said I come out shaking, <laughs> you were in there for a long time. Well, we came out the water. I, shaking I think today. it was just the, <laughs> how heavy it was, kind of feeling. Yeah, you know, I was just like, this was a big, this was like yeah, a, yeah, a bigger totally. one. I was like, okay, right, I put oh, myself oh. in a situation I'd never really been mm. before. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I've been in barrels before, but I've never been. It kind of goes to show the power of just pushing yourself, doesn't it? Because yeah. you get rewarded like that. Admittedly, that's not always going to be the case. Yeah. Uh, more times out it's than just, none. Just put going. It's just taking that mm. leap into the unknown. Definitely. Yeah. If you don't go there, you don't no. know what it's like. And what yeah, about I your, know, your worst, like worst experience in the surf? This is this is, this is it. Cold in them. 
All right, okay. Actually, quite a big day. Yeah. It must, it must have like seen some massive head, days head and a half or something, whatever. But it was um, <coughs> at the the um, the south end of the bay, and it was yeah. just kind of lumpy swell. And I think was a duck diving. Yeah, I was just I was just paddling out after I caught a, caught a wave, and I was paddling out, and I'm just looking at this thing just rearing up in front of me as I'm paddling out, <laughs> just going, "What the hell?" I was like, "Right, here we go. That's duck dive, uh, duck dive," and I get doing there, and my board comes out my hands, and the leash just went ping, <laughs> and I just remember just opening my eyes, going. Pretty dark down here. <laughs> so I was like, I, I must be quite deep. <laughs> <laughs> I must be quite deep. And I just, it was in the summertime as well, so I had like a free two on, so you didn't have as much buoyancy. Mm. So I remember swimming up to the surface, and the board's gone. So I just had to swim in. Was it one of your own boards, or was it? A no, no. Oh, so you can't blame the leash plug from no, your, own, your own handiwork. It's <laughs> 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 not <of> mine. <laughs> but that, that was, that's, yeah. I've not had many. Many crazy ones, really. Do you know, the people that always tell stories of like good barrels or good waves they've had or everything, all of their stories is, I've not really had many bad ones. It's true, yeah. <laughs> Our stories start on, yeah, we've had loads oh, of bad how, ones. How much, time have you, how much time have you got to listen? <laughs> They're more bad than good, yeah. <laughs> and uh, if people are, you know, in Scotland, they want to check you out, where can they find you online and in person? So, well, online, um, website, Instagram, Facebook, um, and then you can find all the details on those. So J Surfboards platform. So it's J Surfboards. J Surfboards. Yeah, J A Y Surfboards. And just <coughs> south of Edinburgh. What's that? Just south of Edinburgh. People want to pop in, say that's, hello. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Dal Keith. Yeah. That's what it's that? It's no far. He doesn't make Mitchell Tartan boards, so. Or anyone else. I think everyone out Disclaimer. there needs to... Unless uh, your name's Mitchell. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> everyone out there needs to get a Mitchell tartan board just to make you not feel special anymore. Uh, well, it won't be as nice <laughs> as that one. <laughs> make sure of it, I'll find them. <laughs> yeah. Well, cheers for taking the time to uh, chat to us and uh, best right. of luck with the, what are we calling it, a reboot, a regen, a restart? A reset. A reset. You'll be able to... Call it what you like. You've got better space. Yeah, you've been able to. You pay. It's like it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you move your living room round and you're like, why have I not done this before? Like I've got so much more space and it's laid out so much better. Yeah, yeah. There's there's still there's still some stuff we can do. So because that wall there is a load bearing wall. Okay. Yeah. So there's actually space up upstairs. No ah, upstairs. Nice. There's no upstairs yet, but there's a loft area up there. Okay. But it's, you can fully stand up in it. Small shaping places. No shaping, no. <laughs> I don't know yet. Don't know. Yeah. Well, we wish you all the best in getting back to it, and we're looking forward to seeing your progress and some of these boards back on global social media. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. shout out to Board Pond. Share the Mitchell Tartan board. Just <laughs> share any board. Any <laughs> board. Any board. Any board. Jay makes. Just share it. <laughs> Cheers, Jay. Cheers. Any worries? Well, thanks for that, Jay. Wait, hold on. What do you mean there's two... E- I'm, I'm sat here confused. What do you mean there's two east coasts? What? You've, You've been just holding on to that? Yeah. You've been holding on... How many east coasts are there? Surely You've been holding on to that for the last hour. It's just hour. Wheat, isn't it?
never eat shredded. That's how I always remembered it. I never understood that one, though. Never eat shredded wheat. Is it not easier just to remember northeast, southwest? Anyway, because it's less letters. Anyway, because where I live is like an estuary across from Edinburgh. So that faces, because it kind of cuts away. Yeah. With the way I face Pease Bay, which is directly across the water from where I am, faces the same way. So they both face east. Why lying for? <laughs> so this is other east coast. Anyway. Whatever. Um, Whatever. Anyway, let's get back um, to the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Anyway, let's get on with the episode. Jay, yeah. it was really good to, to be able to catch you up. It's the first time I've been in the factory um, since the fire as well. As, as we mentioned during that episode there, uh, my board that I've, I've banged on about so much, my little um, replica of a replica of a replica of a Machado Creeper, a Machado Creeper, ended up being the last board to come out of Jay's factory as well, which is pretty nuts, actually. Um, so to go back and see, you know, having seen the photos of what happened and the carnage, you sort of look at something like that and think, how does somebody come back yeah. from that, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's well, nice I mean, to see that. that- yeah, that new place he's got now. Then obviously, I never saw the one before, but what he's got mm. there now is absolutely fantastic looking. You know, he's got some great boards on the wall, boards with people that you know I've never even heard of, and like, but there's <laughs> you know some of the some of the like the things he's got around there are absolutely amazing. No, 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 totally. And um, he has got an uh, eclectic, um, probably not eclectic taste. The wrong thing to say, but you know, an eclectic he- collection. An eclectic collection of boards and, you know, there's something quite deep in, in there, I think, about, you know, just wanting to find these boards that have got so much meaning uh, yeah. or history with them and just bring, not to do anything with, for no other reason than to give these boards some love, to bring them back to a bit of life and then either just redisplay them or try and reunite them to the original owner. Like there was the board that he had from Kelly from way back in the day. And he, he, again, a board that he found, you know, managed to get hold of it, restored it, and actually took it to Kelly when he was playing golf last year when we were busy chinning Kelly off um, to surf. You were. (laughs) I was. (laughs) So, yeah, no, so it's great to see. And, you know, it seems like Jay's absolutely thriving now. Um, You know, we're kind of, obviously, we're quite a long way on from when we recorded that episode as well. Uh, And actually... I think, is this the last of the Scotland edition, this episode now? Yeah, this is the last of the Scotland edition. And, um, well, you know, the next, you're talking about boards then, and it just straight away, I'll make it, we'll make it the next episode, actually, after this one. And I was thinking the board I saw when we were in Wales, and it was the most, regardless of all of the other things, because I saw this board in Wales, and it was... It's, was that the 20? Anyone who knows it, it's screwed to the ceiling of a surf shop in Wales. And anybody who knows that place will already go, yeah. And it's Jay Moriarty's board. And I don't know if you've seen the film Chasing Mavericks, which is based on the life of uh, Jay Moriarty. It's it's absolutely brilliant. It's uh, it's a no, fantastic sorry. film. But it, was, it was well good to see that board in person. Um, yeah, so sorry that was a sidetrack because uh, that that will make that the next episode then, so you'll hear all about that. But yeah, it was fantastic. It was great to go and see there. It was great to um, drive away from the castle afterwards, which uh, people were asking me if that's where you lived when we were up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did for quite a while. <laughs> and if if this um, 
if this outro was a little bit disjointed, it's because my door has been going non-stop. I've just had my third Wi-Fi extender booster turned up. Thanks, Virgin. Bloody useless Wi-Fi. Also, when I went to answer the door just now to get this Virgin Wi-Fi booster thingy-majig, as I came back through, my son, he's like 16, came out of the toilet. He's obviously having a steaming jobby, but he walked out of the toilet and his hand was one hand, well, in one hand, and his hand was his phone and a plate of toast and ham. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in there? <laughs> so I'm calling you out. Cheesy toast wank. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered how they got that. <laughs> so random. Oh, so random. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So now, now, now half your son's mates will be at school or whatever, being, what are you doing in the toilet? <laughs> yeah, because obviously they all listen. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Um, oh, and do you know what? Before we, before we close this one down, um, yeah. we'll maybe go more into details in the buy me a coffee. So, so check that out if you want to know. But I was in London last weekend and Honestly, we were in this very, very booked out, expensive, only one in London sort of type rooftop bar for a, a very um, hmm, well-off set of people's uh, engagement party, shall we say, right? And so there was only like 10 of us, you know, four yeah. of us were me, Special K, her sister and her boyfriend, uh, Phil, some get random ass guy just came over we got chatting chatting end up both surfers got chatting about surfing it's like i recognize your voice i was like oh, i don't know why and we got chatting away and then someone's like oh yeah, he runs a podcast he does a podcast he's like what podcast is it oh it's a uk surf show and he went no way i love that show <laughs> like how fucking random like these people were just coming out of nowhere it's just and i'm making that sound like i don't know it's not a great thing that's absolutely amazing like it's so nice to hear that it's, yeah. i still get baffled by the fact people are willing to listen to me and you talk shit i just yeah it's really cool though at the same time it's really yeah. cool oh no the amount of messages i get every week saying when's leighton coming back it's absolutely uh <laughs> <laughs> is, is leighton back from his uh walk uh yeah he's back from his walk we'll talk about that on the uh okay. um on future episode coming up we'll probably mention that and we'll talk a bit about it on the buy me coffee as well so yeah head over there if you want extra stuff and um yeah i think that's it for this week's episode don't forget head over to surface use the discount code uk surf show 23 that'll get you 10 percent off anything you order from surface wetsuits and hopefully by now the dry road banner should be on the website so you i really want to know if Leighton found it what the lost city yeah yeah the lost city oh, i was trying to remember what's that tv program petra the lost city city of gold cities of gold ulysses i can't remember something like that anyway pete's having a I'm breakdown yeah <laughs> see you on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah see you later <laughs>